0: Thank you for downloading another of Bush and Richie's daily takeaways. Hopefully, uh, the bad mood that I'm in today is not going to permeate through the podcast. Can I just share with you something? I've got a feeling that I'm being scammed. Okay, in what way? What's and going on? I, and I and I have been now for probably around about five years. Do you have a printer at
1: home? I we do yes we do have a printer. Uh,
0: are, do you
1: are you signed up to? some kind of printer ink plan. No, because I think that might be the end of my life as a grown-up.
0: (laughs) In what way?
1: My My dad has got... I'm not having a subscription to flipping ink. Do you know what I mean? I'm signed up to a prescription
0: for ink. So my dad's got... M- not a prescription, a subscription. I don't need to take ink.
1: <laughs> Three shots twice a
0: day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, cyan 05. Uh, no, um, ninety eight is being siphoned from my account once a month for yeah. ink. But I don't think I'm getting through £1.98 pounds worth of ink a month. <laughs> And it it, it dawned on me today. I think I'm being scammed by an ink company.
1: Is it? Is it like you know, like with the electricity companies? You pay per month, and then you might you might say that you're like fifty quid in credit, and you can just go crazy with ink for a little bit, and then get it back to level. Or how does it work? But there's the thing, right? For me to use up all
0: that ink, I've got to go through loads of rainforests. I, I, I'm just really concerned about my ink usage.
1: It's hard to get your money's worth. barred like, drinking it or bathing <laughs> in it, I don't know how else you're going to get your money's worth.
0: Maybe I do need to
1: actually have a prescription of ink as well. Can you, can you dye trousers or jeans in ink? Think about <laughs> that, right? Old pair of jeans... Sick of them now? Fancy a new colour? You've you've got you've got to use your money's worth because they're taking this out every month. Sit in the bath. I will. Try
0: and scan some jeans later and see if I can print them back out another colour. The daily
1: takeaway. I took our middle daughter to have her vaccinations this morning. We are talking about at the end of last night's show. Uh, So little Thea, she's three, and it started so well, very cute. Uh, She was looking forward to getting stickers and showing her friends, being a big girl, that kind of thing. Uh, She brought a little bag, a little backpack, because we're going to go to the cafe afterwards, a little treat. Uh, So we got into the doctors, and then it started to turn when I had to put her in a half-Nelson... They kind of the nurses tell you that you've got to sit her on your lap, have one arm around her and then kind of slightly hold her. Mm. So it was a bit of like a half Nelson going on. Then she had the jab in each arm and it all kicked off. And the poor kid, pretty inconsolable, and I left her because I had to rush down and get the train to work. I left her sobbing. You know you know the way you, some kids get to that stage where they, they go... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> having a Tropicana like that. The hardest one to talk them down from. <laughs> <laughs> At one point she started doing that kind of like crazy uh, Mariah Carey riff crime. She's going like... <laughs> <laughs> and we're in, like, a cafe with, like, loads of, like, r- massive builders in there. And I'm just, oh, like, I get my head kicked oh, in the ears, so just calm it so. down. But anyway, I can't help but think that none of this drama would have happened if the nurse had given her a sugar cube like when I was a kid. I, I, I can't believe we, we spoke very briefly about this. yet. I can't believe we're, we're back here again. Sugar cubes. I, I swear... Unless I've got some kind of fake memory implanted in my mind, like someone from The Matrix, right? I swear when I was a kid, when I had jabs, I had the jabs, even maybe the BCG at school got a sugar cube at the end, like that. Really? Yeah. BCG at school, you're saying you got given a sugar cube? I think so. I don't remember getting that. Getting a sugar cube at the end takes the edge off it. And I think if they'd have, like, pulled out a Tate and Lyle for a theatre this morning, she'd have been happy as Larry and been in the cafe laughing and eating omelettes right the way through till I had to get me trained.
0: That's an incredible memory.
1: So, do you remember having sugar cubes when
0: you were a kid? I don't remember
1: having sugar
0: cubes for injections. No, I, I really don't. Well, that's, isn't re- that weird? I remember, the, the only sugar cube memory that I think I can have is that I think there was some kind of inoculation where rather than the injection going into the arm, yeah. they dribbled it on a sugar cube and gave me that. But I don't think I was ever given a sugar cube as a reward.
1: So what, the doctor's going like behind the screen and
0: then like injecting sugar? In- injecting With like sugar sugar polio vaccine. With some kind of vaccine and then saying,
1: here you are, little boy, have a sugar cube. That would put you off sugar for life, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> Are the sugar companies aware of what's going on? Look, I just think I, I definitely, I definitely had sugar cubes when I was a kid. So let's just put it out there because the, the home time audience are very learned. Is or were sugar cubes a thing? And do you agree with me that they should come back because vaccinations are quite stressful things.
0: On that, I'm happy to have them going forward. I just have no memory in the past. What about
1: for your booster for COVID? Yeah. The little two-pack, service station two-pack of Tate and Lyle. Neil says, I remember my
0: gran rolling a bit of butter in sugar when we were ill. I don't know what that was all about. What? Rolling butter in sugar? Rolling butter? I mean, it sounds good. Is it's that how just... you make
1: Tablet? I know he's Scottish.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering whether... Uh, you, you, see, I don't want to doubt your memory. You're remembering these sugar cubes given with injections. I wonder whether at some point the doctors and the dentists have got together and the dentists have said, hey, this ain't great for us, right? So can you knock the whole sugar cube thing on the head?
1: So the dentist got wind of the whole sugar thing.
0: Exactly, and
1: have yeah. put a stop to it. That's the only thing I can help with. Okay, that's not bad. So
0: at it's some a theory.
1: point, like behind the scenes, is a big mm. meet-up at a convention or like that. Josh says, um, did they send you down the air raid shelter afterwards with your ration coupon? <laughs> Come on, it's not th- someone from the 40s. This, there's other people getting such. <laughs> Kelly says, yes, I had the sugar cube in the 80s. Uh, although Lorraine adds, it made me forever distrustful of sugar cubes. I think there was medicine in it. Going back to what Richie said, I oh, there, are. I have that memory of something. There was some kind of injected cube got kids these days don't realize how lucky they are <laughs> People injecting things into sugar cubes and feeding it to us. Do you know what uh, I mean? Update on the
0: butter and sugar that uh, Neil told us about mm-hmm. earlier.
1: Well, he said he's rolled some butter in some sugar, and that's a treat for post-jab. As
0: Nan did, yeah, uh, Max says here, butter and sugar used to be mashed together on a saucer with a teaspoon and then eaten when you had
1: a sore throat. I'm going to try that next time, isn't Just <laughs> gacking. I like the idea of it. Gacking clover and sugar <laughs> around your mouth. Uh, uh. Uh, we've got Lisa on the line. She's got some sugar cube doctors in the olden days. Intel, tell us about Elisa.
0: It, it was a polio vaccine, and it was put on a a sugar cube, and then it was given to us.
1: Right. So there's me thinking I was getting a treat for being like brilliant and brave and stuff like that at school. You're telling me that behind the scenes, the doctor or nurses injecting it with polio vaccine. I didn't realise.
0: Yes, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was polio. It was. It was definitely a vaccine that was stuck onto a, um, a sugar cube.
1: Wow, you know, the weird thing is, right? We, I got, I'm quite obsessed with sugar cubes. You don't really see them that often, do you? And maybe it's from this, though, because this is awful. But me and my brother used to, if we ever used to go to the Burnie Inn with our parents, if they bought us a glass of Coke, we used to put sugar cubes into the Coke. It's got plenty in there, mate. <laughs> <I> <laughs> no, I don't.
0: But I we were obsessed to with do them.
1: That. You used to do that as well. Yeah. I think a whole, a whole like generation of kids have been affected by this sugar cube scandal.
0: <laughs> Dentists, listen to this
1: show. You two have got to stop talking about it. <laughs> kids, don't try it at home
0: at home it's fun we've
1: oh. <laughs> we got sandy on the line Sandy, what's your view on this
0: oh my gosh well i'm a nurse and i've been out vaccinating doing um the basic caper jabs and obviously i was doing children as well and some of them have been hysterical so i really think that sugar cubes would be really helpful
1: that's a good point because you don't really see sugar cubes that much anymore, really, bar a couple of service stations up and down the right. United Kingdom, or maybe a couple of hotels and B and Bs. So let's let's get the sugar cubes out there and let's take the edge off these booster jabs. What do you think?
0: Absolutely, go for it. Sugar cubes as opposed to stickers.
1: Well, I'm going to play time. devil's advocate just for a second. Go Certainly, in
0: the peak yeah. of it all, people were very proudly sticking their sticker, for example, on like the back of their mobile phone or that kind of thing to you know that. I, I know. But you yeah, can't do I've that thought, with a sugar I've cube. <laughs>
1: But maybe no, but you can enjoy a sugar cube, surely. Imagine that. So, no, I mean... Imagine being sat on the back of the bus, right? <laughs> You're sat on the back of the bus crunching on two Tate and Lyle because you've just had a jack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Act, yeah.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs>
1: so, Sandy, we can just confirm then, are you represent the NHS. Uh, and The NHS are up for this. Get rid of the stickers, <laughs> in with the sugar cubes.
0: That's oh, quiet. I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose my PIN number now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway.
0: First day of Lent today. Some of you may be uh, attempting this. Uh, conversation last night whilst uh, pancakes uh, were being made. Natalie goes to me, what is pancake day? What's that all about? I explained the whole pancake day thing, and it was a, Precursor to this 40 days of trying to give something up before Easter Uh Um, Unfortunately, I think it went in Because this morning, she suddenly goes By the way, I'm giving up chocolate for Lent I wasn't even aware of it like 12 (laughs) hours previous Can she
1: unilaterally go and do this? Surely you've got to talk it through as a couple first
0: Because, well, she can Because um, all the chocolate's gone in the house Oh my word. I get back from dropping Rocco to nursery to be told I've chucked all the chocolate in the house. So that's including all the biscuits that were left over from
1: that birthday party the weekend. Massive cake. A massive bit of chocolate cake oh. that's left over from the that's it. As it's, we left your house on Saturday, I was thinking to myself, they're going to have a brilliant week because they've got quite a big cake to get through there. And I was thinking that's that's a cup of tea and a cake per night after Eastenders. Tell you where it all is
0: now. Food waste bin. Oh dear. <laughs> it's no use. So it's all gone. So de facto, there's now no chocolate in the house. Hell, to hell with you, Lent. You giving anything up? I've stopped eating Fisherman's Friends. That is big news. The sweet. Now, listen, I, I need to bring our home-time friends in on this. That is that is the biggest news I've heard in a long while. You, are, you like deal fishermen's friends.
1: I'll put them out on the table when, you know, if we we're having like a moment where we're flagging with energy, I'm, I normally dish them out, different flavours, that kind of thing. There was a moment you
0: know. when you used to have about
1: eight bags. <laughs> uh, you had lo- you had like one of every flavour. I know, and I was just having them to. For me, it turned into, I watch quite a bit of baseball and sometimes they've always got a bit of chewing tobacco in their mouth. I was thinking, this is becoming my chewing tobacco.
0: I don't know whether the footsie's closed for today, <laughs> but if fishermen's Friends are like limited, <laughs>
1: their stock's just drop. I'm three weeks clean. What? Three, I mean, I love them. I always, will always love them. But at the moment, I'm three weeks clean. Let's call it Lent. Massive news.
0: OK, let's hear from... If you are trying to give something up right now, might have started already. Yeah. Or you've started today, tell us about it. I tell you what, if you share, you'll even be more accountable. Might find it easier to give up. Tell us what it is. I, I'm kind of not really trying. It's like by de facto. All the chocolate's been chucked out the house. Not my decision. So it's kind of happening. Yeah. Um, Although, here's the question, right? You've just made a cup of tea about 10 minutes ago.
1: This Would you say this is chocolate, what I'm dunking in it? You you have pulled over the uh, luxury chocolate biscuits box that we have as our team box, which we've been hammering for the past week. I think they're all broken shop floor soil biscuits. They so are, yeah. You've hit the right absolute bottom rung with this. But it's like a chocolate... So, yeah,
0: but like that, I don't want to disagree, right? I'm holding something in my hand. That is, like, 95% digestive. So I, you wouldn't... That's not breaking the rules, I is it? Think,
1: I think... Under the, the agreement between yourself and Natalie, that would have been. There was run. no agreement. There's no <laughs> agreement. It's it no all gone. Not legally I didn't binding. I did not
0: have any choice. There's no discussion about it. It's just been told it's in food waste.
1: Dr. Loophole over there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My whole life is a loophole. <laughs> uh, Beck says uh, playing loud music due to recent ear problems. I don't oh. have to give up loud music.
1: Just turn it up louder. That's the way to do it. Get yourself Stop a whisper, whisper 2000. <laughs> and Jacqueline, we respect her. She says, I'm giving up the second glass of wine per night. I'm only having one. No more than one. Uh, there's some interesting <laughs> stuff coming in on Facebook, actually. Michelle says she's giving up listening to and watching the news, which is beneficial. Yeah, for stressful. many, that could be helpful. Uh, Dave says he's giving up football. He must be an Everton fan as well. <laughs> Not longer than Lent, though, to be honest <laughs> with you, if that's all right.
0: Uh, pop us a text, 8 12, 15 Mary, what are you giving up? Facebook.
1: Getting rid of Facebook, tell us why.
0: Um, I just do it every year. Every year I give up Facebook,
1: because everybody spends far too much time on it. Um, You give it up yearly? Every year I give up Facebook for Lent.
0: Oh, okay, for Lent, right.
1: (laughs) Amazing, it's what Jesus would have wanted. Um, That's incredible. So how do you feel then when you're off Facebook for a bit? I'm perfectly fine. It's when I come back on Facebook and I realise what everybody else has done on my account they've put on horrible photographs silly photographs and just really took the mickey out of us oh that's not fair your family should be encouraging you for this uh, yes, abstinence it's a good thing i
0: know
1: yeah <laughs> communication from home oh i saw you reading the text during that song what's going on um i got a message saying you're eating
0: chocolate biscuits <laughs> oh right wow yeah so i'm obviously then thinking uh one of her mates is like me in or something rather yeah no. Which,
1: which, by the way, if you do that, that's just not on, is it? Because, you know, if you've, you've heard us up to no good, yeah. don't inform our don't partners. Don't do that, no. But, uh, no, me, turns out, just listening. Wow, so <laughs> thank you, Natalie, for listening to the show. I always thought you were a good egg. And, yeah, you call Richie out. Good on you.
0: Is that, that's not a chocolate biscuit. That is 90, 96% digestive.
1: I I think you're just going to have to step away from this whole Lent thing. You've not done very well. It's only one day, is it? Do you know what I mean? This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway.
0: 24 hours on, can I ask you whether your thoughts on uh, Pancake Day have changed? I was very excited yesterday, and uh, you were less so.
1: I know i still not that interested in pancakes. <laughs> but what I did like, uh, I did like having a look at what other people were doing. There's a really some really interesting, weird things that people were putting putting in their pancakes last night mm. and sharing them on social media. And I kind of liked that, even though I wasn't that interested in eating them myself.
0: I was quite conventional going into it, uh, and then a change happened. I was talking to one of my friends whilst I was waiting for my train, and he was saying how he was having a Mars bar pancake, and I'm thinking, wait up, how do you do this one? Mars bar pancake? And he's like, well, you get your Mars bar, you slice it into very thin slices, then once you've tossed it once, you've flipped it, Yep. Uh, You can put your Mars bar slices on top so they're melting on top of the pancake and then you seal it, kind of fold it like a calzone. So it's like a a Mars calzone pancake.
1: Love it. that. actually just sound good.
0: Exactly. So I'm thinking, wait up, I can just go and W H Smith's on the station here, buy myself a Mars bar, add that to the recipe for tonight. When I went in the shop, I saw for sale Cadbury's cream eggs and I'm thinking... I reckon that might work with a cream egg as well. So I tried that last night.
1: Sorry, in addition to the Mars bar? In addition to the Mars bar.
0: Oh, my... No, not... Sorry, not how Elvis died. (laughs) Not in the same pancake. (laughs) Phew, Okay, fine, The cream egg was a a, a one later. I have to tell you, it tasted great. Yeah. Tasted really good.
1: When slicing it, it it didn't look great. Yes, I saw it on video, and it looked, I'm going to say, looked X-rated. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I, I think it... The predominant colour of your cream egg is white. It's
1: not what you want to be seen. It's not what you want to snack. <laughs> Glooping back out there. Do you know what I mean? Afterwards. <laughs> hey, I tell you what though. Obviously, on with the show and stuff. But uh, they're, they're, you're not you're not alone in an unusual uh, pancake filling. I'll come back to you in a minute. So keep listening to this podcast. You're not going to believe some of the weird stuff our listeners, maybe you, were eating. Your one's quite safe compared to some of this weird stuff. Go on then. People. Carl says a guy at work said he had twelve. Yes, twelve pancakes with gravy on them. What? Unbelievable. Natalia is tweeting to say mince pie. She had a mince pie in her uh, pancake. She adds, it was a taste sensation. Now, I can't dismiss that immediately. Folded it over like a... She would have had to keep one for Christmas, since Christmas. Fold over a pancake over a mince pie. Jobs are good.
0: I think I'd get rid of the pastry, but the mince filling... I yeah. could have a mincey pancake.
1: I bet you could. And Charlotte says, I don't know your thoughts on this, I enjoy a cheese and Marmite pancake. I know you like Marmite, I know you like cheese. Put them together, savoury pancakes.
0: Savoury pancake. I don't genuinely do savoury pancakes, but I could make an exception for cheese and marmite. Uh,
1: if you've had a weird pancake, uh, we're probably going to be talking about this all week, drop us a little email, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. I was on the train in at half one this afternoon on my way into work, just having a kind of quiet moment and thinking about, you know, what we we're going to do on the show, how it's going to pan out this evening. And do you know what? Uh, a song came into my head and it ruined my afternoon. Do you know what the song was? Go on. This.
0: <laughs> right, now look, a little bit of background here. Um, the Midweek Games Night is something that we like to do for you every week. Halfway through the week, so let's pep things up with a little
1: quiz. Right, little game. We do a different one each week. Oh yeah, now that, that's, that's the bits in the T's and C's yeah. that I've got an issue with. <laughs> <laughs> There's the rub. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: unfortunately, and do you know what, I'm going to say it, it's on you lot. All right, you haven't won this yet. Don't start on them. We've got another one ready to go for next week, but you haven't won it. You're letting yourselves down.
1: I, I, I would use the kind of fear of the future, you know, ghost of Christmas future thing. If this doesn't go tonight, it's back next week. <laughs> you, want it, you want a Wednesday night like this again next week? So what you're, about,
0: what you're about to hear is the Winter Olympic sound. It's run for quite a few weeks now because no one's got all three sounds. You're going to hear three sounds from three... Winter Olympic sports. If you can identify what they are, there's a great prize package for you that I'll tell you in a sec. Okay, you're going to hear those sounds again in a second. Hometime tea towel. Hometime badge. Hometime face mask. The Absolute Radio Hessian bag. Brilliant. And a signed Bush and Ritchie Polaroid photo.
1: They are fantastic photos. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of blue for everyone's Now, it's going to be a bit different this evening, because obviously, as you heard earlier on, we have had an email, just an inquiry yeah. from our bosses about how much longer this is going to go on yeah. for. So we're going to cut people a bit of a break this evening. We are.
0: Any guesses, because you've got get, to get all three. If, if anyone goes gets one out of three or two out of three, we'll tell you... If you've got the, the, the correct one and what it is, right? So it's got to go tonight.
1: So this is a partnership. A we, we need your help with this. Yes. And I think you need our help ending this. Let's hear the sounds again. One more time, we go.
0: <laughs> it's Please. got to go tonight. Any correct guesses, we will tell you what the sport is as we all try and help each other there. Right, who's playing? Who's this? It's Doris from Swansea. Doris? Dawn, Dawn. Sorry, <laughs> I'll get my age sorted. How are you, Dawn? I'm okay, thank you.
1: How is uh, How is Swansea this evening?
0: It's a bit wet, but it's it's okay. Bit cold, bit wet. Yeah. That's Wales, isn't
1: it? It is Wales. Have you ever considered changing your name to Doris? That might be an interesting thing that you could do for this year. (laughs)
0: That calls me Doris. Oh, well there you go! (laughs) I was right. Right, I'm going to go with Doris. If it's good enough for him, it's good enough for me. Doris, tell us your three sports.
1: Right. um, uh, Ice hockey, toboggan Mm -hmm. and
0: ice skating.
1: (laughs) None out of three. Zero out of three. Doris, <laughs> what's going on, mate?
0: Sorry. Can I have another turn, sorry? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. 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 It's not no. how this works. I'm not cooling.
1: No, 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 can't. No, we can't. no, 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 no. We
0: can't. We can't. We can't. We can't. We can't. Right. <laughs> sorry. Bye. Uh, home time. Who's this? David.
1: David. Good yeah. to have you on. We've not had anyone guess anything right so far. So, uh, are, y- are you feeling lucky this evening? Oh yes, definitely.
0: Well, he sounds it. David, take it away. So it's a biathlon. Yeah. Curling. Yeah. And bobsleigh. You have got two out of three. Whoa. You've got two out of three, and not in the correct order, Okay, And and I'm going to tell you what the... All right, so curling is the first one. Curling. And the biathlon is the third one. So all all we're now missing... For another contestant, not you, David, sadly, is that middle one.
1: David, your name will go down in history as someone who has helped save people from quite a bad fate. Home time, who's this? Hi, it's Russell.
0: Russell. So, I don't know whether your phone reception is good enough, Russell, but uh, you may have just missed uh, that David correctly guessed that curling is the first sport and biathlon is the third sport, so all we need is the middle sound.
1: <laughs> Russell, with great power comes great responsibility. What's it going to be? I think it's ski jumping. It's not, I'm afraid. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs>
0: that
1: could have been it. That could have been it, Russell. Oh, well.
0: Hard luck, fella. Cheers. The Winter Olympics sounds. Two out of three have now been guessed. Uh, these are the three sounds. Woo! What Olympic sports are they? Right, who's this? This is John.
1: John, John sounds lively, doesn't he? He does, doesn't he? He's up for it. Evening, guys. Evening. John, have you had a good day at work? Oh, I've had a very good day at work, thank you. OK, so that luck is going to carry over now and hopefully you guessing uh, and, and resolving this Winter Olympic sound.
0: So, John, so far we have had correct guesses for the first and the third sports. So we know that the first sport is curling. We know that the third sport is the biathlon. But, John, what is the middle sound?
1: Well, I, I knew those first two, so I think the middle sound is the skeleton. <laughs> it's not the skeleton. I don't even know what the skeleton is. It's <laughs> a <laughs> thing.
0: Sorry, oh. John.
1: Uh, oh, well, good luck, guys. Thanks, mate. Home time, who's this? This is James. James, where are you from? Uh, the Wirral, Merseyside. Good lad, did you watch a lot of the Winter Olympics when it was on? I tried to watch as much as I can. Okay, I like this guy. I like this guy. He sounds like Ringo Starr. I think we could be in for the good one here. Well,
0: let's see if him watching all the time has helped. James, we know that curling is the first sound. We know that biathlon is the third sound. We are now just missing that middle sound. What is it? I think it might be snowboarding. (laughs) James has just won the Winter Olympic Sound! Yes,
1: (laughs) (laughs) The curse is broken (laughs) (laughs) We are released (laughs) I really didn't know what the third one was (laughs) Wow, what about that Uh, James, please celebrate by giving one of those kind of like we've won the World Cup beeps in your car whilst you're driving along in traffic right now so I really want to start, start to be yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, good point, it's good point.
0: kind of a fitting end <laughs> to the whole thing hey James home time tea towel home time badge home time face mask all contained in the absolute radio Hessian bag and a signed Bush and Ritchie Polaroid photo how do you feel my friend
1: Absolutely made off. <laughs> Good lads, thank you so much for saving us for another week. Uh, not not just we just uh, not just us appreciate it. I think all the home time listeners do as well. The daily takeaway. Daily Takeaway. There you go, another Daily Takeaway in the bag. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, We really, really appreciate it. And there's some great uh, podcast specials going out over the weekend. As a bit of a distraction, you're going to hear the full Steve Coogan interview, talking about the Alan Partridge tour, which is going to be cool. Uh, Our full chat with the Stereophonics as well. And for you, our lovely podcast listeners, there's a chance for you to bag yourself a signed Stereophonics album with its brilliant name... We'll also be debuting a brand new
0: competition where you can win some surplus ink cartridges. (laughs) He's got the stock.